Hey guys, welcome to Clamps Talks, presented by Unk Entertainment. Um, today it is fucking atrocious outside right now. It is 6.45 and it is just, ew. I pray for anybody that has to be on the roads right now. Um, today, uh, I want to do, uh, I want to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, um, RoboCop. And mainly RoboCop, mainly what I want to talk about about the movie is this company OCP. This fictional company that was, this, this fictional conglomerate company that was in the movie. Or in all three movies, because there's three RoboCop movies. Well, if you count the fourth one, but that was called Omnicorp, so not the same to me. Um, but, um, and I want to show you how the, that the, our day-to-day life could easily become this. You know what I mean? Like, so um, I'm going to speak on that first. And I, Well, first I'm going to explain to you a little bit about the movie. If you don't know, RoboCop came out in 1987. Um, action movie, really gritty action movie, actually. Like, it was like brains getting blown out and shit. Um, Kurt Wood Smith is in it, who plays Red Foreman on that 70s show. He plays the, the villain, the antagonist, and he's a, like one of my favorite antagonists of all time, honestly. Um, but it's centered around RoboCop, this, you know, cop this that he got, that got killed, and, you know, they basically transformed him into a, you know, robot, basically. You know what I mean? Using his mind and shit and put it into a, a machine. I don't know how they did this, because his head was blowing the fuck off. If you've seen the movie, his shit was... He, 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 it brought new meaning to the term peel that nigga's cat back, because it was wow. Um, but yeah, but a lot of things are movies centered around um, OCP, Omni Consumer Products, the company that actually paid for RoboCop to be built. So I want to explain them in the next segment and explain to you guys about corporatocracy. So stick with me. Okay, we're back on the uh, the first segment about uh, RoboCop, and we're going to talk about OCP, Omni Consumer Products. Now, I have my own rendition of, you know, you know, interpretation of what this company is or whatever from my own mind. I could have just explained. But I went to the actual um, RoboCop fandom website, you know what I mean, to, to, to get exactly how, how they wanted to be pre- the company to be presented. So, I just, I'm re- so I'm going to read from there, and then I'm going to put my take on it first. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. OCP was a multi... OCP, Omni Consumer Products, was an American mega corporation based in Detroit that created products for virtually every consumer need among its citizens and had enter, entered into endeavors normally deemed nonprofit and even had plans to manufacture an entire city to be named exclusively by the corporation, <clears throat> to be maintained exclusively by the corporation. OCP was a, was a mega corporation with divisions affecting nearly every level of consumer need, society, and government. Their products range from uh, their their products range from consumer products to military weaponry, and a private space and pre- private space travel. In the past, OCP has had gambled in markets that were traditionally regarded as nonprofit, such as hospitals, prisons, and space exploration. OCP, OCP sought to fully privatize Detroit, Michigan, into Delta City, a manufactured multi multi clip. Wow, I can't say that multi complicity. Ugh governed by a corporatocracy with fully privatized services such as police and with citizens exercising their representative citizenship through the purchase of shares of OCP stock. They also served as part of the military industrial complex. According to OCP executive Dick Jones, we practically are the military. As a compensation and and as a way to privatize it, OCP intended to give something back to the city and share a contract to run local law enforcement. 
Their projects included Ed 209, Urban Development 209, RoboCop, and RoboCop 2. <clears throat> OCP owned and operated a privatized Detroit Police Department and was known to work secretly with criminals to achieve their goals. Essentially, Omni Consumer, Consumer Services Concepts Branch was thus providing the solution to a problem that itself had actually caused in the first place. However, the city owed the corporation $37 million. As a result, OCP cut the salary of police officers to 40% and what the city had previously, 40% of what the city had previously paid them. As the old man explained to Mayor Marvin Kuzak, the debt was in OCP's favor. In the event of default, OCP shall have the uncontested right of foreclosure on all city assets. At its peak, OCP's influence spread further than the confines of Detroit. Given their military-grade technology, shareholders not based in Detroit, and their ownership of a prior imperial military mercenary division that worked alongside the U.S. Mil military during the Amazon War. Okay, that's a little background about OCP. And next segment, I'm explaining to you. I'm gonna speak, put my put my spin on it. Thanks, guys. Okay, so we're back. Um, the the crazy thing about like OCP uh, or about the first RoboCop movie is that you literally see. It's like a futuristic Detroit, like by the technology and stuff, but you still have everyday Detroit going on around you. Like you have like the, you know, the gang violence and all this stuff or whatever. They, they really show Detroit in a bad light. But in the commercials that are made by OCP in the news and all this stuff, you know, it's showing that they're doing, it's showing you all the fucked up shit happening in the world. They tell you about what's fucked up what's going on or whatever. And then OCP is making commercials for itself. You know what I mean? Like there's one commercial for OCP communications that I think is in... RoboCop 2, I believe, where a guy was trying to get some stuff faxed over in time for a deadline, and he didn't get it, and he said he lost his account. And you show him in his office, his phone's ringing or whatever, and he just puts a gun to his head and blows his head off. And the last thing you see before the clip ends is a picture of his son. And it says, OCP, communications, your only chance. Like, these are an evil-ass corporation, you feel me? Like, and don't get me wrong, something you guys might not know about me, I love fictional corporations. Literally, fictional corporations, fictional billionaires, fictional rich people, I love it. Like, I used to read the Forbes Fictional 15 list before they stopped making it. Um, So when you take a fictional company, I want to know everything about it. And Omni Consumer Products was probably the first one I did this with when I was a kid. Because I was like, what? So, but, okay. So as I read before, this, this company had its finger in every aspect of day-to-day -day life. From the police to paramedics to um, everything and now it's not uncommon for our our city and city or local and state governments and our national government to go into contracts with private companies that's a fact you can look at boeing or lockheed martin or ford that's an example ford with, with police cars that's that but see these companies didn't have the control that ocp had ocp pretty much had the complete control over this country that was in, this city that was in debt. And they're like, okay, we'll fund this, but if you if you miss a payment, we can foreclose on everything, which basically means they own the city. They basically just took the city in a corporate takeover. But the thing is, is that this is 100% legal in some aspects. I mean, there's a little things tweaked, a little, a little legality things tweaked, but literally, when you cut through all the bullshit, this could literally happen. Where you get a country that's in financial ruins and this big bad company comes in and it's like, here, we'll pay your police officers for you. We'll we'll build this stuff or whatever. And they wanted to build this um this 
mega city called Delta City, which is basically completely the first privatized city. But to do that, they need old Detroit, which is Detroit, Michigan, to be wiped off the map, basically. So when the when it was in their plan that when they when they loaned the the city all this money that the city couldn't pay them back and they knew that so they could foreclose on stuff but before they did that they cut the police salaries in half more than half so which means they don't want to work which means crimes go up crime goes up it gets more of a reason to destroy the city and build a whole a whole new one a safer one a corporate safer one you know what I mean so and it showed that like um when um the mayor. And uh, RoboCop 2 actually goes and talks to um, the old man, that's his name, basically one of the CEO of uh, OCP. And he's like, go ahead. I mean, sue us if you want to. Have your best shot. I mean, like, we, he, they know they had them under control. They knew they won. You know what I mean? The mayor, being a mayor who's out who's out for the public interest, is trying to is, is trying to get him to, to, to pay the cops to go back to work. But this same mayor is the same person who signed over the shit to OCP in the first place. So it goes to show you where corporatocracy can come in and literally run rampant on 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 the entire city. And, and this isn't, and as I said before, this is not that far-fetched from the shit that we live every day. You know what I mean? Like, because it may not be a, a company that has a monopoly like that, but there are so many companies out there right now that have their finger in everything. You take, like, AT&T or uh, Walt D Disney Corporation, um... Procter and Gamble, you feel me? Like, or, or you know what I mean? There are like those companies that literally have a finger on all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you know, now that's on a national level. But you take a city level, like Detroit. Let's say you took General Motors or whatever. If General Motors was gonna pay the city to to help them with their financial debts and all this stuff or whatever, and then told them they couldn't pay, then they take over everything. I mean, it would be perfectly legal. So what eventually happened is, and there's a lot of corporate greed going on because as i read before that the the uh, ocp's um security concepts you know that that part that, that the subdivision of ocp was literally creating crime for for you know i mean to, to cause problems so you had uh this guy dick jones who um is paying and in cahoots this guy clarence bodiger which is played by kurt wood smith red foreman for people who don't know his actual name red foreman so he's in cahoots with him, a drug dealer, gangster, who's robbing, killing, maiming, killing police officers too. And, you know, they don't care because they need, to destroy, they need the chaos to happen. The chaos happens, it gives them more of a reason to be like, okay, well, we can take over the fucking city. Which they was already doing anyway. They, they wanted the people to wipe themselves out. You know what I mean? And that's what they would do. Again, not too far from what we deal with in, in urban areas nowadays. Like, the biggest way to stop population is to, is to take away their ability to reproduce themselves. You look at areas like Compton, South Central, some areas here in Columbus, where you just see liquor store, gun store, liquor store, gun store, so terrible police presence, terrible police response times, all that stuff. Because they're like, fuck it, they get and kill themselves. I mean, that's literally how it go. But um, on a corporate level, they really don't give a shit. Because if they, if you, if, if, if think about this. If the property is destroyed by the own by its own citizens, property value goes down. They can come buy this up at a premium and then build what they want and kick y'all the fuck out. And that's what they want to do. Have a whole car corporatized city of people having to, to being able to live there. You have to pay for OCP stock, but you are your own sovereign citizen. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. They have a private police force, private paramilitary force. This is all in plans what they wanted to do and all that stuff. So you have where. 
I think when any situation where you have a corporate company having a hand in public affairs like policing and medical te teams and stuff like that, that has caused for a lot of problems. Because at that point, what is happening is that the people up top are not looking out for the public's interest. They're looking out for the corporation's interest. So you have um you have um you have where where your chief of police is you know a a a, a corporate leader. You know what I mean? He's not a leader for the people. He's a he's a corporate person. So why why would he want to? Why would he care if the streets are safe? He he's still getting paid. You see it every day in this world. Like uh, think about this. There's privatized prisons. People who run privatized prisons aren't fucking aren't aren't career police wardens and I mean jail, prison wardens and shit like that. These are corporate people who run these prisons, run and own these prisons and operate these prisons. That ain't there. They don't care what's going on with them. They hire shitty ass people to 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 to, to be cons uh, corrections officers because then they pay them less a bit of money. They don't give a shit. But think about that. If our prison system is already becoming corporatized, their police force can 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 become that too. And any other facet of our life can become that. So, mainly what I want to explain is, is that even though this is a fictional film, you feel me? It shows a lot of how life could actually be in our in our country. Because we live in a corporate world, a corporate country. No matter how people want to see it, but politicians, most politicians are bought. Well, I mean, like, they're going with their, what their, what, what their investors say. Not investors, but they're, you know, who's their back in their, their campaign. They're making decisions off of that. Most of the time, so yeah. Um, again, um, me, I'm a huge person with movies. I love movies. Movies are great. I'm a person that type person that I will watch any movie that's going to teach me something, and something like that is great. I love um, fictionalized stories about how everyday life in America could be, and that we're not that far from. You know what I mean? So when you got something like that. Or um, 1989, I think it was 1987 or something like that. I think it was a movie called. I've never seen that movie, but I, I know it's from a book or something. You have stuff like that, or um, uh, what's another good one? But you get you get the point I'm making. Where movies that are like, okay, this is like an alternate America, but this is literally you can see America doing this. Or oh, like um, um, The Hunger Games. That's a that's an interesting one because I mean like. That could be everyday life in America. Think about this. We are literally, people are, are excited as fuck to watch some of these people, 13 people or 12 people, kill them, die. You know what I'm saying? So one person could be labeled the champion. That's just, that's, that's, that's barbaric sport. And people are watching this live and cheering it on, betting on it and shit like that. But they've, they've been doing that since the beginning of time. The Romans was doing it. You know what I'm saying? The, the Greece was doing it. You know what I mean? Like, we do it now. We watch hand-to-hand -hand combat and, and, and enjoy it. And, and people getting harmed and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So if we're willing to watch and cheer for happy as fuck with football, people smashing each other, or breaking limbs, giving each other concussions and all that stuff, or MMA fights, people getting knocked the fuck out or nose broken or boxing or same thing, whatever, what's to say that we wouldn't be okay with cheering on death matches? So that's just about that movie. But still, I love movies that could actually make you really think. And RoboCop really can make you think. Like, it, you literally sit back. If you get past the whole concept of just RoboCop in itself, that's where people get lost at. They see RoboCop, big-ass steel, seven-foot dude, steel guy, automatic nine-millimeter, blah, blah, blah. They get his family, blah, blah, blah. You get caught on that shit. But you actually get, if you catch what's going on around you, 
You'd be like, damn, this is fucked up. But you know what, though? I can see this shit really happening. So that's what I wanted to say on that. Um, tomorrow, I think, I'm going to try to do a generational generational theory thing. Or I might stick, for, I might wait for that for Saturday. Because it's going to be a pretty long thing. It's going to be definitely like an hour, hour, 15 minute podcast. So, yeah. But, uh, again, thanks guys for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. Try to stay dry out there. Stay the fuck off those roads. And if you're out there on those roads, get home safe. Thanks guys. Have a good night.